So everyone, Marnie is on her way down. Now we're gonna do a little podcast with her. She owns Shop Trezor, she's Lord Sugar's business partner. She's a very, very, very intelligent woman. And um, yeah, people, if you're not part of the Crep Chief Notify membership yet, for those of you who don't know, it's a great little side hustle that you can do. You're basically gonna resell things like sneakers, air fryers, PS5s, limited edition Pokemon cards, all stuff like that. We'll basically tell you when you can buy all these items. All you have to do is just follow our advice, buy the items, and people, I can't recommend it enough if you're looking to make some extra cash on the side of your full-time job or if you're a uni student or anything like that. And uh, yeah, on with the potty. So, Marnie, thank you for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, Our first question, have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Have I always wanted to be an entrepreneur? I think that's a strange question because it's like define entrepreneur, right? People people see entrepreneur entrepreneur entrepreneurial entrepreneurship entrepreneurship people see entrepreneurship as so many different things like um you know how people make jokes like ah when when boys are like younger and they sell the sweets in school they they make jokes like that might be entrepreneurship or Mm. you know some people say that being a business owner is not being an entrepreneur like it's very very different but i'd say i've always wanted to be what i am now (laughs) whatever it is i've always wanted to be like that so i was just gonna say if you always wanted to work for yourself yeah I have I've never I've literally never been able to listen to anyone not my dad not my teachers nothing like I have this thing in me where if somebody tells me to do something I want to do the exact opposite so I (laughs) I have never been able to to keep a job or do well in school or things like that because I just have always wanted to go my own way Hmm. did you have any jobs before like starting off with like business and stuff like that yeah so I taught myself web design when I was like 16 and I was making websites and kind of doing social media for like local restaurants and like local clinics and things like that um but that was that's like it's not really a job it's more it was more freelance kind of thing yeah it's still self-employed yeah yeah it's still self-employed like even from that young I knew that this is what I wanted to do um but yeah I never had a job the reason I started my business was because I couldn't get a job yeah because I grew up I grew up in a very yeah I grew up in a very like strict Asian family and my dad was really like you don't need a job just just carry on with school you can get a job after and I was like okay but I want money like come on I need need money (laughs) yeah I want to spend money but um you know, I, I had to find a way to get it. So that's kind of where my business came about. So what like even like caused you to start the web design thing? Was you just like thinking of things that you could do as like a side hustle type of thing? Or was you like, did someone like put the idea into your mind? Yeah, I think, I actually can't remember to be honest. I actually cannot remember because it was very, very spontaneous. It was like, I wanted to, I wanted to write a blog kind of thing. Yeah. And then from that, it kind of went on into, okay, this is easy. Doing a website is easy. Like I learned, I taught, like I did it through Shopify and then yeah. like, you know, Wix and WordPress and whatever, whatnot. And I was like, you know, this is a piece of cake. I may as well like make some money out of it. And I was charging so little. Like I would be like, I was charging like 150 pound, 100 pound. And I, for and a whole website. For a whole website. It would take, I don't That's know what I was really? thinking because it would take me like a whole week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, and in my head I was like, oh my God, I got a hundred pound now. I got so much money. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a lot of money back then, but yeah. So it's not bad when you're 16 though. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely bang on. Yeah. Like even like starting so young, like one thing I always think is like the, the younger you start, you know, when you're like 30, 40, you're bound to be like extremely successful if you've been going for that long, if you, especially if you can like keep it up and you don't like decide, you know, this isn't for me. But I think for people who start like entrepreneurship and start like their own business, I think there's no going back. Like for you now, is there any thought in your mind of ever going back like to work in a job or wanting to do that? Do you know, people sometimes say like, what are you going to do if it fails? I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. imagine it failing. I can't, in my brain, yeah. it doesn't exist. Like there's never... 
a situation where I can see myself going to work a job, it, it will just, it's not something that I can ever, I ever want to do. Can't picture it I, at can't, all. It doesn't, it, I can't picture it. I can't imagine getting served by you, man. Yeah, could you imagine? It's a retail no, job. No way. <laughs> at this point though, you're like, you're so obviously, wow. <laughs> at this point, like you're so like, so successful and stuff like that. Even like now, even if you was like your business was to fall apart, you could just start up another business. That's one thing that I always say is like, not that I don't expect it to like fail, but it's like, even if, even if everything was to go catastrophically wrong, I would like the amount of stuff that I've learned now, I could always go back and just start a new business. And like, there's no fear. And I think once you get over that kind of fear, then it's like, yeah, exactly. And, and as well, if I'd started a business now compared to what I started three years ago, I would be able to do in a year what it took me three, four years to achieve yeah. because yeah, I've yeah, learned yeah. so much. And when you're like young and you have that drive to do something, you'll be able to do it any, anyhow you, you, you yeah. find. So was there any point like, so you start this like web design business and stuff like that. Was that the first ever thing you ever started like making money? No. So before that it was Depop. It was Depop. It was my, you know, I was like you guys at one point. I was a little bit of a reseller. <laughs> I found, no, I found literally when I went to, when I started going to college, I was mm. like, yeah, I think I was 16 when I started college. You're 16 when you started college, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, so, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I was 16. 16. And um, prior to that, obviously I, did, I didn't grow up very like in a very affluent family or anything like yeah. that. So it was like natural to shop in charity shops or things like yeah. that. And you, when you're in charity shops and, and you're, you know, Red Cross and whatever, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have branded clothes in there you, there's nike in there and it's adidas in it's there it's like thrifting into it's like thr well it's a trend now but back then yeah. it wasn't but you know um i would be like what this is like everybody else is wearing this like, i can wear the same stuff so I'd, I'd buy it and it would be like five or ten pound and i'd go to college and see like kids in the same stuff and they'd be like oh i got it from asos it was 80 quid and i was like what i was like huh everything starts clicking yeah, right yeah, yeah. you're like okay okay this is what i can do and then so I started trying to do it through um, Depop, eBay actually in the beginning, and then Depop came about. And thinking back between everything, like the postage and the fees and things like that, I probably wasn't even making that much money. Like no, I was not okay. making that much money, but it, it felt like that was my very first steps towards that independent money. Because obviously I never had a job before, but that was my first kind of thing. Well, you were just buying and selling stuff, weren't you? So yeah, I guess just, it taught you a lot. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and that's obviously like a really common side of sort of like just to go in around like to charity shops, to car boot sales and stuff like that to buy stuff. What actually gave you the idea to sell it on? Was you just like thinking like, oh, I can just like, I bought this for five, I could easily sell this on for like 20 yeah, pounds. Because it was just like, like instant, did you know and yeah, yourself? As soon as, as soon as they were kind of like, yeah, I got it from here, whatever. And I, I looked on ASOS, I was thinking, are these guys dumb? Like this is, <laughs> it literally, I was like, seriously, why would you do that? Because when you, when you grow up, like the way you, the way I grew up, you're very like, um, you, you know how to like be frugal, you know how to not spend money and still have things. Yeah. So I was thinking like, why would, why would they do that? Why, why are their parents doing this when they can just go and get it from other places? And I was like, okay, hang on. If people like them are going to buy it, other people are going to buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of like, it just clicked for me in my brain and I just, it's just what I did. Well, the easiest option for everyone is to just go on ASOS and just buy it into it. So yeah. Like, obviously you was just using your own initiative elsewhere. Yeah. But obviously it's even like go on Depop and stuff like that and actually like go around. People buy secondhand clothes all the time. It's so common for people to buy secondhand clothes. Even now, like especially when we first started reselling, like when reselling like of sneakers really got like really popular, it was very common for people to buy like secondhand reselling sneakers for like even like above the retail price, yeah. even though they're secondhand. Yeah. So for people to buy, you know, secondhand clothes, it's not, I wouldn't even say it's that frowned upon anymore, realistically. Like it's not even that. Really. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. more encouraged now because yeah. sustainability, yeah, whatever, whatnot. It's become more of a trend yeah. to wear secondhand things because yeah. it's better for the environment. Yeah, like the fast fashion things yeah. right now is really, really big in it. Like a lot of people hate that. Yeah, 100%. yeah. Even the big fast fashion brands like Pretty Little Thing has come out with their renewable marketplace. That thing. launched this week, didn't it? Yeah, I yeah. I actually looked at it. it was actually on about yeah. it the other day. Yeah. And, uh, 
I sick idea for him to be fair because yeah, really we is. was looking at the statistics of like the biggest pollutants in the world and like fashion is like the second biggest yeah. pollutant yeah. in the whole world. Like that's insane. Yeah, like just mad. after transport. So to think about like stuff like that is absolutely crazy. And I imagine the like pretty little thing in that. It's known for like buying clothes that are like gonna get worn once yeah. and then they're getting rid of. Like that's a terrible, yeah, yeah. terrible, People literally terrible. just spend, it's so cheap that you can just buy like, loads of people just buy like 200 pounds worth, don't they? And just return like 50% yeah. of it. Like the yeah. return there is mad, isn't it? Why yeah. is it like, what was it's like eighty percent of Pretty Little Thing orders get returned. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's that is mad, ridiculous. Bad, isn't it? <laughs> think about the transport of actually just like even just like shipping it out and then for it to get yeah. returned. It's like going yeah. both ways. It's absolutely insane. So going on from like when you obviously was doing this website development and stuff like that, how did you get into Trezor? Was Trezor your next business after the website design and stuff like that? Yeah. So the website design stuff, I wouldn't even call it a business. Like I did not know yeah. what I was going. On. It was more like a little bit freelance kind of thing. But the first um, thoughts of Trezor, I, I'm South Asian. I grew up like around a lot of gold, like big chunky bangles and things like that. You probably see it in like your Indian movies and stuff like that, where mm. they just wear so much gold. Yeah. And it was, it was like a thing that I was naturally very attracted to. Like I was very like, you know, I, lo- I love this look and I love this gold. But when I, when I was younger, obviously my grandma, like my mom, whatever, whatnot, <laughs> They wouldn't trust me to wear it out of the house yeah. because it was obviously gold. <laughs> yeah. It was expensive. And I kind of wanted to create a solution to that problem. Wow. Because it was like, I want to wear this. I want to look like I'm wearing this gold, but I can't physically wear this out of the house for fear of being robbed or losing it or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. I keep saying whatever, whatever, whatnot. I don't even know where I picked that phrase up from. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So I wanted to create a solution to that problem. So I started getting like, gold chains and gold charms and putting them together kind of making my own necklaces and things like that and I just thought yeah this is great this is what it is but um it flopped so hard so hard because I thought I didn't know I didn't know about materials I hadn't done enough research like I should have done more and those like I'd I'd um started making my social media and started like you know telling people at college and whatever and and selling this jewelry and people were coming back to me like, Marnie, I'm sweating and it's making my neck green Shit, or like my, my hands, it's giving me a rash. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. I don't even what know. What, I, yeah, right. Like I don't even know what's <laughs> going on. Turns out it has nickel, like copper, lead, yeah. things like that in it, which is so bad for your skin. And you know, you see those TikToks about the guys with the fake chains and they have the marks. Like yeah. it's, it's those kind of materials. And yeah. I didn't realize that because I thought, oh God, this is so cheap and this is great. I can make a lot of profit on yeah. it. I didn't realize that it was going to be harmful and, and I was going to have to end up refunding so many orders yeah. anyway and losing out on all the money. I actually and seen well. like a TikTok um, this morning and it was basically saying like, there's something about wedding rings, I don't actually know why I got hit by this. Like, <laughs> it's not actually happening. But, uh, and it was basically saying like, you shouldn't buy like white gold ones, you should buy platinum ones because of that exact reason. Yeah. And they broke it down. So there's like natural gold on its own, like tarnish your like skin? No, so, so like, um, it depends, well, Gold never will tarnish on your skin, yeah. but the carrots, depending on the carrots, it can be very soft. Yeah. So I, I, I remember growing up with my grandma's bangles, like if the bangle was a circle, I could go like that and I'd be able to squish it. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why like the gold is very, yeah. very, a very, very soft yeah. material. So um, the same with silver as well, like sterling silver, it's very soft. Um, and the mistake that people make when they shop online for jewelry is like they'll buy silver jewelry that's plated in gold but gold does not stick to silver properly like it will fade off wow. and eventually it'll go back to silver yeah that's what it was saying on that tiktok this morning it's basically like you'll have to get that polished or whatever yeah. and replated every six months yeah whereas platinum will last like yeah years platinum and years. steel is great we use um stainless steel recycled with 18 karat gold double plated on top and it lasts ages and ages and ages 
Wow, How did you actually go about sourcing this in the start? Surely that's like a massive yeah. task by itself. So starting the jewelry, like in the very beginning when I was 17, 17 when it launched, um, and that was literally just, I made an Instagram page. Um, I was selling it a little through Depop at the time, but I was like, I don't want to do this. It looks rubbish. I made a website. Yeah. Um, and I just was promoting it on Instagram. Um, and I would use like, you know, the boost feature on Instagram yep. posts. Yeah, I'd yeah, try yeah. and use that, put £10 in. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm getting followers now. And like, do you know like that? <laughs> yeah. And I would make a little money. There would be some, I remember back then as well, there would be some times where it would go, I would go a month or so and I would not even get one sale. And I would really? be, so, yeah, I would wow. be so depressed. I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know what to do because yeah. I don't come from like a family with a business background or anything like that. And I was like, what, what can I actually do? And I had this friend, oh, I need to tell you this story after. I had this friend though, who also had a business and, and you know, she would say like, it's normal, it's fine, it happens to me. And I was like, do you know what though? I don't want it to be normal. Like, this is not yeah. what I want. If I want a business, I want money coming out of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I kept going uh, all through college. And then when I left college, because of COVID, when the lockdown happened, I couldn't, I didn't get to finish college. So during that time, that's when things really kind of blew up for me. When I, I put effort into the social media, TikTok became a big thing. And that's kind of where the actual, I'd say, the beginning of the business yeah, was yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than back then when I was just like trialing and erroring. Yeah. So was it called Trezor from the start? Like, is yeah. that, has it always been called that? Yeah. So where's that name come from? It's a French word for treasure. Wow. Yeah. I like it. It's a good name. Yeah, it's, it's a good so like you, so you was running, obviously you was running, how long was you running it before, before you was like making like a good amount of sales and stuff like that? Like before like COVID, I suppose. Um, I would say, I remember this one, oh my God. I remember this one time in college. Um, like I, people knew about the business because I'm a loud mouth. Like I love talking about yeah. things. So I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm doing this, I do that. <laughs> and also I would pack my little parcels and I'd put them in my, in my rucksack and take them to college and like <laughs> post them at the post box near college because there was no post box near mine. Yeah. And um, yeah, like my, one time my business teacher asked me, like I was like one of them naughty kids in class and she, so she would, she loved me because she loved the naughty kids. So she was like, yeah, what, what are you doing? Like, why do you always have them in your bag? And I was like, yeah, it's my little business. Like this is all my little jewelry. Like look. <laughs> and, and she was like, oh yeah like how much are you making and I was like do you know what you're not even going to believe me if I tell you and she was like what how much and I was like I'm making three grand a month I'm making three thousand pound a month and she was like yeah. what and she was like three thousand pounds and to fun. me at that time I was like three grand is so much yeah. money yeah, yeah, like yeah. it feels like Literally. loads of money are you still 16 at this point yeah I was, I was, I was 17 I think I was good, 17 yeah. yeah still very good and she was like she was like, oh, wow, that's so impressive. And I felt so chuffed. And then like, to me, that was like, you know what? I've done great. I've done good. But I, I didn't, I never, I wouldn't say I didn't have faith in myself, but I never had the feeling that it was going to become what it became. Yeah. I knew I, it was going to become something, but I just didn't know what. But yeah. That's absolutely sick. So I can, it's mad. So like, would you think like a massive amount of success was like, did it like start to pop off? Like this free grand a month stage, was that during COVID or was that like before or like? That was before. Okay. No, so where was all that like sales coming from? Was it just like because you was like doing Instagram and stuff like that? How did you like build it up at the start? Like what was you doing? Was you just doing like stories, posts? Obviously Instagram reels yeah. weren't a thing then. No, they weren't. They so weren't. how was you like gaining you customers? Follow, you yeah. Gain followers and then convert yeah, followers it, really, innit? So I think um, back then it was easy to post a photo or a video and get on the explore page. Yeah. So... I think most of my followers came through that. I don't know how though, because the content looking back was like so <laughs> shit. Like it was yeah. so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I wouldn't follow it myself, but it came through 
that and also through influencers like I was giving I was giving free stuff and also I was a little I was a little bit of an influence on myself like I had like 10k followers yeah. a little fashion page and so I'd That's built yeah so I'd built like lots of um friends that were also yeah, yeah, influencers yeah. and who had more followers so I would send them free stuff and they would be so excited about it because you know it's the first free things they're getting and they would post it and I started to build that way because I, I had no idea what, I had no mailing list. I didn't have like any, yeah. any ads, nothing, like nothing that I do now I did back then. Yeah. So it was very, very limited. Like the three, three grand was like the, the max I'd ever make in a month. Yeah, yeah. And then during COVID, like when ev- everything kind of shut down and we were all at home, yeah. that's when sales were, for me, were the, at their absolute yeah. best. Did like, you worry at the start though? Like as soon as like, do you know what it was? I was actually really grateful because and when we went into lockdown, it was inevitable. Like we were going to go into lockdown anyway. Yeah, but yeah. for me, I was grateful that I had something that I could focus on. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise yeah. I knew I'd just be sitting there dead bored doing nothing. Like I I focused so much on Trezor that it just, it, it forced it to become what it yeah, became. Yeah, I think that's exactly the same with us to be honest. Yeah. We, like we were, at the start when lockdown got announced, we was like pretty nervous really. Like I remember we put like a, like a banner on the website and whatever. Because obviously... Back then, we was pushing people to buy from in-store. So yeah. everything closed down. and basically yeah. had to switch the business to everyone buying online. But in the end, it turned into, like, the yeah. best thing ever, really. And like, I think, like, when COVID first hit, like, we'd never done, like, a day where we didn't get, like, any sign-ups. And yeah. then when, like, COVID hit, we started getting, like, days with no sign-ups. And we was all like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a week happen? or two. Yeah. I think it's different because my product is, like, my product is, like, in the price range that people will buy it for the like instant gratification you get of like buying a piece of clothing online or just just for fun just for whatever little bit of money they have they will just do it because it's so affordable and so high quality it pushed people to just be like okay you know what because a lot of my marketing was like this is an investment in yourself and this is gonna last you and this people (laughs) like oh okay so they buy it yeah what is the cheapest product you do what say again? What's the cheapest product you do? The cheapest product, probably some of like the plain chains, like like this one that has no design on it. Yeah. These ones start from like twenty five. That's cheap, isn't it? Yeah, I was expecting like so like rings and stuff like that. They're more expensive than like twenty five. Slightly, yeah. like they'll go up to like forty. Is the most expensive product yeah, I have. Really? Yeah, I try to keep it really really affordable. So. Um, we double plate everything, so it costs a little bit more, so it profits a little bit less, but it, yeah. it, because it lasts so well, people just keep coming back. Yeah, yeah it is better to make have a you been product. Like, yeah, have you been like changing like the way it's made and stuff like that over time, or did, yeah. is it like, how did it start off like in that terms? Because obviously that's like, a very complicated part of it, like figuring out, you know, how to make actual like decent quality jewelry that actually like stays like, it doesn't like, yeah, it doesn't go green. Apart, suppose, and go green. Yeah, product <laughs> development is the most difficult part. Like I tried so hard in the beginning, like I said in, in, in at the start, the jewellery was like turning people green, yeah. giving them rashes and things. And I couldn't figure it out because I didn't understand. I didn't understand science. I didn't understand <laughs> materials. I didn't know. I just didn't yeah. know. So um, when I figured it out, I obviously had to cut the losses, get rid of those products. I couldn't sell them. Yeah. But before I did that, I, I bought a sealant. Mm. So like, do you know? Like a spray kind of thing. <laughs> do you know like... You know when you get these metal pipes, yeah, and you put something on them to stop them yeah. corroding. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I got a little can of that, and I dipped the jewelry in that. I'm not even joking. I would dip the jewelry in that. Idea, though. No, it's not a bad idea. It's not bad And then I would put it on a hanger, and I would hang it in the garden to dry. And it would dry. I'm not joking. I would, and it would dry, and I would sell it like that, but. It, it made the chains stiff and things like that. So yeah. it just wasn't. So okay. I was like, okay, you know, I just got to get rid of this. And then I looked into it. I was like, okay, what is? I looked at all the. Um, I went back to the shop I got it from and I looked at all the, um, not the ingredients, looked at all the materials, yeah. <laughs> I looked at all the materials and what's inside there yeah. and, and I was like, okay, this is this. Let me go and look at a jewellery. Like um, I looked at 
competitive brands like Pandora, Pandora and things yeah. like that. And I was like, um, but Pandora is so expensive and their yeah, jewelry does the same thing. Say, like, yeah. It does the same thing. So I was like, okay, so I'm looking at all these brands and looking at all, all this jewelry, all this jewelry and all these materials. What's the common stuff that's doing this to people? Yeah. And then, um, cause there was not a lot on Google at the time. Like at the time there was not much, um, stainless steel jewelry yeah. in the UK. There was not much double plating, things like that. Yeah. There's like, um, two or three brands that, that were before me that I found that could, could do that. So I looked at their materials and I was like, okay, what can I do to make it work, but better? So that's when like the double plating came about. Like we double plated it. So it lasted. So people were saying, oh, it's plated once. It's going to last you six months. I was like, okay, we'll double plate it twice or last you a year. Yeah. And it did. And that's just, that's been the evolution so far. Yeah. But you know, some I, I think sometimes, what if I triple plate, it'll probably last you like even longer, but it'll cost me too much. <laughs> yeah. But So as someone who knows how much jewellery and costs and stuff like that, how much do you think it costs for like a Pandora bracelet? Like for Pandora to, be made, to make it, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that stuff is like, without slating Pandora, like a fiver, probably a fiver. Yeah. Yeah, at most, at most, because it's terrible. It's really bad quality. And, and you can see- how much did you sell like a Pandora bracelet for? 80, 90 pound with all yeah. the little charms, yeah. And how much would it, how much would you be selling a similar thing for? I would never sell something like that. I would never. <laughs> if I sold a, a bracelet, my bracelets range from like 20 to 30, 40 pounds. Like there's yeah. nothing, nothing is more than 40 quid on my website unless you get um, like an engraving, a custom engraving or something like that. That's just like a upsell. Yeah, it's like a little upsell. The true price of Pandora. Yeah. I know. That's mad. <laughs> That's a good one. But anyway, so like, obviously like, it's obviously quite hard. And do you think now that that's still the hardest part is like making jewelry that's like obviously really good quality? Do you think that's like a very hard part for you now? Or like, do people complain that it only lasts a year? Or is that like typical? Uh, it is typical, but what we do have is free replating. Mm -hmm. So if, if after a year, my customer decides to come back and say, okay, but do you know what it is? After a year, it's not going to be completely silver. Yeah, it yeah. will still be gold. It will just be a little bit faded. Maybe like a little bit has come off or something like that, but it will never be like noticeable. Like up to three years, you probably won't even notice that there's anything wrong with the ring. Yeah. But what, yeah, so um, I'm based in the jewellery quarter and we have like gold plating machines and things like that. They can send it back. I can plate it and send it back yeah. to them. It'll only cost me. machines? Yeah. No. I have a lot of my own machines. We have um, this new machine as well that can like, do you know how people, you know how them rappers can cut, like get their name cut out and put yeah. diamonds in it? Yeah, and we yeah, can yeah. do that now. Like, wow. yeah. That's sick. It's a lot of machinery. So have you, you ever thought out. about like, yeah, no, have you ever thought about like making diamond jewellery and stuff like that? Or are you just like sticking like, do you do, do you, do you do just gold jewelry or do you do like silver and stuff like that? So I do some silver, but mostly gold because I found in the market there was less gold jewelry that's not turning you green. Because mm -hmm. sterling silver is like, it's affordable enough. You can yeah, get it for yeah. like 20, 30, 40 pounds as well. But if you plate silver with gold, again, like I said, it will come off. And there was not enough gold going on that people could wear that was like not going to be gross yeah. on their skin. Like the jewelry that I have is electroplated, which is like... It's not dipped in gold. Yeah. It's like put in a solution, and the and the gold gets stuck to the yeah. stainless steel. That like is it's different. So there was not much of that out there. So that's kind of why I wanted to just focus on gold. When oh, you yeah. found out about like the jewelry going like green, up turning people green and whatever, like <laughs> was it literally like a bad review? Yeah, it would be bad out. reviews. It would be emails like, oh, look what this has done and blah, blah. And I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let me just refund you and I'll just refund everyone. Because wow. I couldn't like, as well, back then I hadn't built this thick skin of like, like now yeah. I'm whatever, my videos regularly go viral on social media. Like I've built yeah, yeah, that yeah. thick skin. I don't care anymore. But back then one bad review would, would like, it would, it, I'd feel yeah, it in my heart. Like, <laughs> no, like, you know, but yeah. So I just refunded everything when it, when it went wrong. That's mad. So going on to like, 
So did you go to uni and stuff like that? Is that I, I can't remember if that was true. I think you might yeah. have told us that last time. So I went to uni. I went to Aston Uni for like six months. <laughs> for like six months. I did marketing and then I dropped out mm-hmm. to just focus on my business because I, I felt really, I wasn't feeling challenged. I wasn't feeling like, okay, this is something that's stimulating my brain. Like yeah. I just, I just couldn't do it. So how come you even decided to go to uni? Like what was Trezor up to at the point of like deciding to go to uni and stuff like that? How come you even decided to go there in the first place? So I think that was ridiculous as well. I don't know why I did that because I was making a good amount of money. I was like at that point turning over my first six figures in a year. And I was like, when I went to uni, I was actually thinking, why am I at uni? And I had this friend, I had this friend who was like, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go to uni. You're going to come out of uni and you're going to get a job that's going to pay you 30 grand or something. And he's like, you make that in a month in your business. Why, Why are you doing that? What's the point? Like, I was so... I was so like confused because I, I thought that uni was the career path. Like uni, uni was like the life path that like, everyone yeah. has to take. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, going to yeah. do it. But it just, I had never thought that. And because my family is really big on education as well. And most Asian people are like, they push their children to go into education yeah. and become doctors and whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I feel like I was saying something. I feel like I had a point. Okay, I'm going to do that again. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like most Asian people push their, their children to go into um careers that require a degree yeah Yeah. but I just didn't want it I wasn't I wasn't having fun and I was like I'm not gonna force myself to do something where I'm not feeling like I'm I'm having a good time yeah Yeah. you was enjoying the yeah I was enjoying I was I had my own office I had a little team like I I didn't want to and I would would, it would be like this I'd go to uni in the morning finish and then go to my office and like go home it was was just silly like I was just wasting my time at uni because I I wasn't even I wasn't even learning anything was you in uni just working on Shazat yeah I was just in the library like doing, doing something on my computer but yeah. What did your parents think and stuff like that when you dropped out? Was they like, was they supportive? So my mom is very supportive. I'm really grateful to have my mom because she was like, yeah, do you know what? Actually, she was like, but I want to see you graduate. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. I was like, you wait till my siblings graduate. But my dad, I didn't actually tell him until the announcement, the Lord Sugar announcement came about. Wow. So how long was that like after dropping out? It was like eight months. Wow. <laughs> I hid it the whole time. I, I would tell him like I'm going uni <laughs> and, and I would go to the office or like things like that. Because I was scared. I was like, yeah. oh my God, what, am I, what is he going to do? Taking like, your books out. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> putting them in my back. It's so embarrassing. Just going to uni. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so when I told him... Um, I had told him that, um, you know, I was in contact with Lord Sugar about what, about some stuff and I'm going to go down to Loughton to see him. So I went down to Loughton and then when I came back, my dad picked me up from the train station. He was like, oh, how was it? And I was like, oh yeah, um, he's going to give me a quarter of a million pound and I dropped out of uni eight months ago. And he was like, what? Wow. <laughs> I was like, what? That's that give me that. Give me that's crazy. So how did the whole situation with Lodger go down? Because that's obviously an insane story. And for obviously yeah. for someone for as young as you to be like, obviously they have the apprentice and stuff like that, but like yeah. obviously in your situation, it's absolutely like an incredible opportunity. How did that come about and stuff like that? So I think it was a lot of uh, right place, right time kind of yeah. thing. Because he, I found out later, had really wanted to get into jewellery. Mm-hmm. And when I, uh, I basically just emailed him. I just emailed mm-hmm. him and his team and I was really persistent, like over the course of like, a couple of weeks, I sent him email after email after email, like, and not even just him. I didn't know his email, so I emailed everyone on his team, everyone at, at Am's Hold or Amsware, yeah, both yeah. of his websites. I just found emails and I just started sending messages, and, and they probably thought like, "What the hell is crazy stalker woman like wants to talk to Lord Sugar?" I was like, "Let me talk to him. I want to talk to him. Whatever. I wanted advice or something." Yeah. And I think it's it came from I was watching The Apprentice with my, with my mom, and she was like, 
oh, you could do that. And I was like, no, I couldn't. But then I stalked his social media and he was like um, tweeting that small businesses reach out to me. Uh, I will help you and whatever. That's during so lockdown. Yeah, yeah, during lockdown, he wanted to do that because he has oh. this thing where he really wants to see young people succeed. Yeah. And so I, I reached out to him on Twitter. He didn't respond. Obviously, he's probably getting so many tweets. So then that's when the email started. And then one day on a Sunday, on like a, a Saturday night or something, I get an email back and it's literally from Lord Sugar. Oh. And he put in the he put in the email, like, you know, the header thing that comes yeah, through. He yeah. just put Lord Sugar in capitals. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's a prank, whatever. I just put my phone down and just left it. And then on Sunday night, he resends it. And, I'm, and I look at it and it's actually from his email address. And I'm like, oh God, like, why did why I, oh. I make Lord Sugar do this? <laughs> just left Lord Sugar on red. Yeah, just left him on red. It was so bad. So then um, he was like, yeah, come down and see me. And then that's kind of how everything just, just went about. So what's he like? What what's actually Lord Sugar like as like a person? Like how often yeah. do you see him? Did you go to the Gherkin? Is it what? Did you go that building called Gherkin? He's not. He's not there. He's based oh, he's in Alton. Actually filmed somewhere yeah. else, isn't it? Yeah. He's not even based there. But he, um, yeah. So we have like monthly board meetings, and obviously he travels the world, so he's like yeah. everywhere. So every like couple of weeks, I'll get like a notification on my phone on WhatsApp, and it'll be a video, and it'll be a video of jewelry in a market store in a random country. <laughs> I'm not joking. Shall really? I show you yeah, that's, that's sick. <laughs> what, from him. I, yeah, from him. That's Man. incredible. <laughs> that's so, that's he is crazy. so funny. It's just like video after video, like marketplace, like jewelry. Wow, that's <laughs> absolutely like random. It's funny. His name's genuinely Lord Sugar. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it's named as Lord Sugar. So everyone, just a gentle reminder to sign up to the UK's greatest side hustle, sneaker reselling, air fryer reselling. Basically, we resell anything that's got a profit on it. And if you want to learn about products that are coming out, when they're coming out, so you can buy them, sell them for a profit, link is in the description. It's like the tele, like the, the TV show. That yeah. kind of portrays him as like a ruthless guy. Yeah, like a villain. But yeah. I don't think it is. Like, I think like having invested in, like my, he's invested in other young people as well. Like it's, it's for him like a way of helping, like, because I think his story as well, he didn't come from much. So yeah. he's he's very open about wanting to help other young entrepreneurs become what they want to be. Yeah. So when so like obviously when you went down to the meeting and stuff like that, how did it kind of go then? Did you so you just had basically explain the business, explain what you was doing, and like how did he end up like taking on the business? Like what what happened there? Yeah, so I was like forty minutes late. I was so late. <laughs> yeah, because I'd never been to London before. Shit. I'd never been to London before. And I was like, yeah, I'll be there. And then um I got on the tube and I was like, this is so horrible. I was like, I don't know where I am. Yeah. I'm in this tunnel. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Got no reception. So I got lost. <laughs> and I was really late and um because his office is like I'm all the way on the outside of London. It's in Louth, yeah. like Essex, like so far. So when I got there, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so, well, they picked me up from the train station, like in a black car. And I was like, oh my God, it's scary. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then um, I went into the meeting and his, off- his office block, like he's got, it's not that big, it's not massive. Yeah, yeah. But when I went in, went up the stairs and his door was open, right? And he had this big round table and he... <laughs> He was at the he was at the end of the table there. Daunted. Yeah, literally, <laughs> oh literally. God. And there was like there was like two grown men here, two grown men there. And I was I was strolling up the up the stairs, and I've got my summer dress on, and I'm like, I've got my jewelry with me, guys. And I'm, like, oh I'm like, so I'm like, I didn't come dressed for the occasion. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm very scared because because I was I think I was still 18. Yeah. 
I was like 18 and, and these guys were like 40 plus and they're, yeah. all, they're all wearing suits and I'm like, what, am I in the right place? Like it was, it was so overwhelming. I can imagine. Yeah, it was very, really, it was really, really intimidating. But I just was normal. I had some adrenaline rush about me. I was like, yeah, whatever. I was just talking to them like normals. If I knew them and just talking yeah. to him. I was like, yeah, here's my jewelry. Like, have a look. And he's like touching. He's like, oh, so is it solid gold then? And I was like, no, but that's what I want you to think when I'm wearing yeah. it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, great. Like whatever. Like he was fine. And then he, he was there for kind of like 20 minutes and, um, he was like, all right, I'm off to, I'm off to Paris now or something like that. And he just left. And, 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 and sorry, bye. And the other guys were there and they had like, um, my company accounts or something like that. Yeah. And they were like, they like started opening them and looking at them and everything was quiet. And I was like, okay. So I started opening them and looking at them as well. And then, um, after a while they were like, yeah, right. We'll just go, we'll, let's just go into the boardroom. And I was like, because like board- that's what yeah, they say in yeah. The Apprentice, right? Yeah. Like the boardroom was like, it's like, okay. So we went into the boardroom. It was not The Apprentice boardroom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lord Sugar had gone and his team was just like, um, okay, so he wants to invest in your business. And I was like, okay, all right then. And they were like, yeah, um, okay, this is the terms. Like go home and think about it. And I was like, yeah, I'll go home and think about it. I'd already decided I wanted it at that point. I was like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So I left and then I was like, yeah, um, I just... Re- I just read that email with all the contracts and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Like, that's, that's literally all that happened. It was that's so done. casual that I didn't even realize that. Like, I didn't even, yeah. do you know what I mean? It wasn't a significant, massive thing that had happened. It just happened the way it did. What was, what was his thoughts on like using social media as like marketing basically? Was it easy all for that or does he? So, does he have like direct input into that kind of thing? Yeah. Or is he just like? No. So we're like, we're deadlocked 50-50. So he's got yeah. 50% of the business, but he doesn't have any... Um, he doesn't care what I do. He literally doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, just get on with it. Just do what you do. What you do. Because I was previously making money. I was yeah. doing. I was doing good enough, like yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, yeah, we'll do it. But um, we'll just let's just do more. Let's grow more, and let's you know make more money than you're making at the moment. So he was just like, whatever strategy, whatever thoughts you have, just do it. The only thing they really do is kind of manage the accounts, like uh, yeah. manage the money, do the legal stuff, like the boring stuff that I I didn't want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. That's it. They don't really, they don't really care what you do. So if you need like a document drafting up, you just send it to his team. Yeah. And like employment contracts and stuff like that. Yeah, I need a payment made, they make it like just like that. Yeah. And does he have like people who you can go to? Like let's let's say like an employee like did something or like, I can't think like, you know, does he offer like, can you go speak to his advisor? Yeah, yeah. yeah, His advisor, I'm I'm always texting, calling him. Yeah. Every little random thing. Even like when I was like first, when I first got my office, like, and my team was bigger. I was like, his name's Mike. I was like, Mike, do I need to get a fridge for these people to put their lunch in? He was like, <laughs> he was like yeah, Marnie, okay. <laughs> like every every little yeah. thing I'll ask them and, and they'll just be able to help me. And it, in in a way that's been really good because because I'm so young, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of life that I haven't lived. Yeah, so there's yeah, a lot of stuff that I don't know. And it's good because they're all they're all so old. Like they just know so many yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> it also keeps you focused on yeah. what you know best, really. Exactly, exactly. Literally. Like you keep focusing on making the money, and like he just like deals with all these other things. And it's like for us, like the amount of times where we've come into like situations like this, and like we do. I think in the past, although we have someone now who kind of like helps us and stuff like that. In the past, there's like loads of these little things like that where we're like we yeah, don't even literally. know what to do. Like we've never, like, I've never worked a normal job. Like I've, yeah. you know, so I don't know anything. Yeah. Like you said, I don't know if to buy a fridge or not. <laughs> like yeah. I don't think we. I was supposed to be out of at our last office but you know it's things like that like random questions that you obviously need to help with yeah and you know i think for people who 
you know, a starting business, it's always been, why would you not want to reap information from yeah, like someone exactly. who's got, who's done everything? Like you can literally grow so much faster because it's slow to like make the mistakes and yeah. like learn. And obviously it's like not traumatizing, but it's yeah. like, you kind of have to make the mistakes <laughs> learn from it really in, every, yeah. in like every step of business. Yeah. Like, really. But even, even like having them has been like, there's been times where I've kind of been a bit headstrong where I'm like, you know, I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to do it myself. And then I get it all wrong and I mess <laughs> up literally because I just was stubborn about it. So, like, and as well, when you're an entrepreneur, you're so, you're so like, I want to do it my own way all the time. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. know you always want to do yeah. it your own way. Just want to do it now and fast. Yeah, you just want to do it. Yeah, exactly. However way, whichever, whichever yeah. way you find, you want to do it. And, and having to take that extra step of, okay, I've got to go to these guys now. I've got to let, I've got to be like, all right, when do, when do you guys have some time? And then finding when they have time, getting a meeting with them. And then, do you know what I mean? I'm too impulsive yeah. for that. Like I can't, I can't, sometimes I can't be bothered for the whole process. So I just do it. And then when it's wrong, I just apologize. I just say, sorry, I should have asked you guys. <laughs> do they ever like tell you, not tell you off, but like, do they no, ever like, if you do something wrong, they're like, why yeah. didn't you come to us? Or like stuff like that. No, they, do you know what it is? Because they, because I'm an owner in the business and Lord Sugar's the owner in the business and they work for Lord Sugar. There's like, they can't tell me off. Just advising yeah. you. They can't tell me off. They're just advising me. Like they will never say, money, that's wrong or you're not allowed yeah. to do that. Then they just will never do yeah. that. But there's times where they'll be like, okay, especially I always have this problem because when I was doing it by myself, obviously when it was a much smaller scale, I didn't have to deal with accountants and doing yeah. sending this invoice and that receipt and blah, blah, blah. I hate it. I hate maths. Yeah. I hate numbers. I don't want to look at any of it. And for them, it's like, can you send me this? Cause I need it for the VAT return or whatever. I need it. Yeah. I need this. I need that. And I'm like, and it's really bad. I just ignore the emails, right? I just ignore, <laughs> I just ignore the emails and I, and I think in my head, I'll get back to it when I want to. And then I just forget. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. so they'll kind of be like, I know you feel like we're badgering you, but please, can you send us those invoices? And it's just like that kind of thing. But they will never- doing anything else, but that right e- now. Exactly. Like literally anything else. Yeah. Like, I think for all business owners, like I hate doing all them things as well. Like yeah, I hate like all these little like rubbish tasks yeah. of like, like finicky tasks. Yeah, like yeah. employment yeah. contracts, accounts, and stuff. It's like, like isn't that. there someone like, else that can do this? But yeah. there is no one else that can do yeah, it. Hundred percent. You probably need like an assistant who can like go through all your stuff Something and like, like do everything for you. You need a person like Max. Yeah, <laughs> Max loves that stuff. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but like, what's your team like? Like now, like, how many people are they part of the team? You know, what does what does everyone do? So lots of people do different things, but we have. Because we're a very small business, we have a lot of combined roles. Yep. So I just, the girls that I have in the office, I just call them studio assistants. So they just sit, like assistants in the studio for, you know, picking, packing. They do social media kind of. For me, building my team was about everything that's in my brain needs to be executed. But yeah. everything that's in my brain is like five people takes to execute it. Like yeah. it's so yeah. much going on. So it's like nobody has a set specific role. Like I don't have a social media manager and a this person. It's kind of like we all intertwined. Yeah. We yeah. all, we all, we share, they all share roles because it works so much better. Nobody gets bored that way. It's yeah. like a proper like, team, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a proper, it's a, it's a nice team as well. Like we're all girls in the office and then we work with um, freelancers and agencies, like all women as well. Really? <laughs> They're all women. That's now crazy. that I'm, I'm trying to think about it and I don't think I actually have any men on my team other than like Lord Sugar's people. But yeah. Not by purpose. I'm not discriminating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, literally. So how many people are on the team? So at the moment, four, and then just the rest of like agencies and yeah. stuff. So like, I guess like advertising agents and stuff like that. Mm. So what is your actual experience with like, like paid advertising and stuff like that? <sighs> <laughs> I feel like every business owner probably says the same thing. It's like, especially <sighs> with agencies. Yeah. Agencies are So bad. So in the beginning, um, I didn't know anything about ads and stuff and 
with I don't know like how much I should say like how much I'm how, how daring I feel right now so that's <laughs> like yeah so there's another agency in Lord Sugar Circle right and they and they looked after our ads for a while and they were so terrible they were so bad and it put me off Facebook ads and Google and things like that for so long and that was like three four months of in the beginning of the investment Mm. where it completely threw me off yeah because obviously Lord Sugar would say look you're you're pumping out this much money into the ads why is it not coming back and I would be like I don't actually know I don't actually know surely that's their job like you're like you're like I literally don't know and um so then yeah they were there for like a couple months and then after that I found an agency and then this agency was like okay but it wasn't amazing it wasn't significant that it was yeah, impressing yeah. me. Is and this then, the one, was that the one that it was, because last time we met you at CEO cast, you was telling us about this one who's like paid for, you know, it was like, it was like, they basically took commission of whatever they made. Is it, it was that, that agency. Was yeah. A lot of agencies, one. most agencies do that though. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, they yeah. all take like a percentage of what they make profit wise. But um, yeah, so the second agency, they, they would take 10% of um, profit after 10 grand, Yeah, which was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't like, too much of a dent it wasn't bad but it's not good like so i was kind of like okay let's try this out for a while if they make me a decent amount of money i'll keep them so it was like six months in and then still not enough money and then after like six months the guy who was in charge of my facebook account his account got hacked because he didn't have two-factor authentication on right so some idiot like ran slim t ads through our account spent 20 grand 20 grand yeah fucking hell yeah spent 20 grand on ads (laughs) and and obviously out of my out of my ads manager so i was like yeah i was like like, 20 grand how did you guys overnight how did you let it happen and then obviously I pressured the agency so much and then they paid off the 20 grand, which was yeah, good. Yeah. But then I cut them off. I was like, I can't, well, I can't use you guys now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I've had this new ad, ads girl for like two months now. She's a lot better. And I think my mistake in the beginning was going with ad agencies that don't understand the market. Yeah. yeah. If, if you don't understand young, fashionable people, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are never going to be able to get my yeah. ads right. Because yeah. I just thought, okay, ad, people run ads. They know how to run ads, but they don't yeah. know how to run ads to the right people. But yeah, so I'm, I'm trialing this now. But it's this whole year, this whole it's been a year and a bit of investment now since like the Lord, like, since Lord Sugar came on board. This whole year has been using the money to trial this and, and see if this works and see if that works and yeah. do things like that. So what, do you know what ads you're running right now? Are you running like... Google ads, We're doing Facebook, Facebook ads. ads at the moment. Just Facebook Just ads. Facebook. Okay. No Google. Um, except we have Google Shopping, like the Google feed yeah, thing, yeah, but no, no ads. You've not done TikTok ads? Um, TikTok, we're moving into TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, I did previously myself and it worked really well, but with TikTok, you know how like on Facebook, you can keep an ad running for months and months if it yeah. works. Yeah, with yeah, TikTok, yeah. after three days, it's gone. You have to, it you have to, it, well, like, you turn the ad or like, it just like, no, like it just dies. dies. Yeah. It's just finished. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. have to find a new creative. And a new I wonder if it's because of like the exposure, like how yeah. many people it's like, Maybe. everybody sees it's just it straight fast. away and then it's done. It's just the nature of TikTok and it? it's just mm. a fast video. It dies after just a while. quick, yeah. I feel like when I see an ad on TikTok though, I get spammed by it so much. Like I see the same ad over and over. That does happen. I keep getting hit by this one at the moment. It's actually an agency one. And he's started like, no, I just saw that on the train on the way. He ads aren't working like, right now like, you want to run tiktok See, ads don't yeah like, i feel like one person just runs an ad and i just get hit yeah. by it all the time yeah. i can't yeah. remember what the one was before that but to be fair, i see them all the time and like I, I, as soon as i clock that it's an ad though i'm like yeah fuck that yeah like, but what's good off. about tiktok is that the ads it's easy to make your ad look native yeah, like it is. it's really easy to make it look like you're just scrolling and, and it yeah. just is a tiktok and people love it and those are like 
the best converting ads come from videos and story placements and things like that because yeah, people yeah, are just yeah. scrolling and, and clicking on them. Literally, it's insane. So like you're just running Facebook ads at the moment. Facebook you, at the moment. Did, like, how, what's the conversion like on stuff like that? Do you know? Yeah, so the the previous agency I said, which was not that great, yeah. they were converting at like a 2.3, yeah. barely after like six months. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're not even improving, like nothing. This new girl um, was a 2.3 in her first week. By the end of the month, she was on a 4.5. Man, that's lovely. She is lovely. She's so good. I'll give you a, a number if you want. Like, she's great, man. If you guys need ad agencies, like, she's the one. She's like, because you know what it is? I, I realize that old people, people who are like 30, 40 plus, well, 30 is not old, but like 30, yeah. 40 plus, they, they don't know. They're it's not, not they're never going to understand like, it. Like yeah, are. because if you don't use social media regularly, you're never going to understand what looks natural on the platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it just, they just can't, they just can't do it. Like, it's just never worked for me with like a more mature agency. Mm-hmm. It's like the younger people these days as well, people like us, like our age, the talent is there. Like, like yeah, they're yeah, doing amazing exactly. things. So, yeah. Yeah. so is it just her on her own? Like running around? No, she has an agency. agency. She's a oh, full okay. agency. But yeah, we work with her. And then um, my email marketing agency is so good as well. We generate like 40% of sales through email marketing. Really? Really? Wow. Yeah. So like, how much of your customers are like returning customers? I will imagine at least 40% of it's like email marketing. I would say like... 18 to 20% mm. returning customers. Mm. The point of my product is that it's so good you don't ever have to come back. Like, it just, yeah. just yeah, lasts like you. Yeah, like you say, it lasts yeah. years, isn't it? So. I suppose people want more jewelry though. Yeah, they come back yeah. for more, basically. Yeah. That's amazing. That, but that's like the best thing. And like one thing I always say is like, if your product's amazing, then that's like, you. The, the hardest thing is having like an amazing product, really. Yeah. And it's like, if you've got that, you're basically itself. bound to win. Like, yeah, you're bound much. to be successful. Really if you've got that good of a product, you literally just like, just word of ma- like word yeah. of mouth marketing it'll just yeah. take it around for sure so I think a cool little thing to talk about is like so when we met you so when we met you for the first time we was doing TikTok and stuff like that but we was doing like stuff that wasn't necessarily related to the business yeah. and you was telling us about your uh, TikTok that did like 1.6 million and yeah. it sold out your store overnight that was 4.6 million actually okay well Get tell us a story about right. that <laughs> <laughs> shut me down <laughs> but tell us about that story because that's, that's like an incredible story and I think for yeah. people who still aren't decided on TikTok you know that's kind of this like this what converted us yeah yeah but even better than that, there's even more these days that uh, that TikTok can do for you. But back then, there was no uh, TikTok shop. There yeah. was no affiliate yeah. stuff or there was no live shopping, nothing. It was just videos. And it was videos that couldn't convert to a shop within TikTok. They had to bring them all the way to your website. So it was even more difficult to get sales yeah. through TikTok. So my I, I posted every day at 9, 9 p.m. at night for six weeks. I posted a TikTok every single day without fail. And like on the sixth week, the video that I posted was a stupid video. It was such a dumb video. Yeah. I look back at it and think, why did that get views? It it blew all the way up. Like it it was like um, it was a trend video, wasn't it? If I remember, yeah, it was like I, remember. It, I wasn't even talking. Like it was nothing. I showed yeah. the jewelry for like two seconds. Like, it was nothing, and it was the it was a hook that got people because it said. Uh, um, are you the girl that sells jewelry that won't turn my screen green or something silly like that yeah. because I'd seen that that was a problem because there yeah. was there was trending at the time again like the guy with the chain and it was going yeah. green so that hook kind of drove people to the website so it was it was like it started normal whatever um, posted at nine went to had my dinner went to bed and then I loved leaving my phone on loud because I loved hearing that shop phone notification every time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah I love it so I, I put it put my phone down and then I'm, I'm like I'm like falling asleep, whatever, and it goes ka-ching. I'm like, nice, ka-ching. I'm like, what? Ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. It just goes, yeah. it wow. keeps going like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know what? I pick up my phone and it's just like, I, I'm like watching it. And it's like going, 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 going. And I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? What the hell is going on? Yeah. I'm so confused. I'm like, is it a glitch or something? Like, I don't know what's going on. 
So I'm trying to use my phone to like go and see, like click on Shopify. I can't click on Shopify. I click on the app, it crashes again and again and again. Wow. Yeah, like I couldn't, I couldn't, really? yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't like, and like my phone, I think I had like a 6S at the time. I couldn't cope with the volume yeah. of what, what was going on. And um, yeah, so uh, I was like, okay, something's happened. So I found, and then I figured out that it was on TikTok and the TikTok was like going up. It was on 400K views, then 600, then 700. And then it was, before I fell asleep, it was on like 900K. Yeah, so I was like, this is amazing. It's going to hit a million. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like a million. First big video, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's my first biggest video. And um, yeah, so when I woke up in the morning, it was on like 2.5 million and this, the orders were still coming in. And then it just kept going up and the orders kept coming until my whole website was sold out. I had nothing left to sell. Can you remember what your website traffic was? No, I couldn't remember. I could check. I remember the period of the time. Yeah. It's an amazing feeling when you get, when like a TikTok blows up and you're just getting like views after views. Yeah, you're refreshing in the, like the video and it's going it up. Insane. It's an incredible feeling. There's nothing like that. When a TikTok just starts yeah. blowing up, it literally TikTok is, is so insane, good. isn't it? It's just a prime example of how oh TikTok gosh. can market your business like no other platform really. Yeah. Okay, I think it was like, what year was it? What year was COVID? Like 2019? Yeah, 2019, 2020. Okay, maybe 2019. Then. And it was like August time. Maybe I it was 2020. So yeah, it's probably 2020. I've been in TikTok for a million years at this point. 2020. I, I, when we met, I didn't even use TikTok, me. I was like so against it. Yeah, but we started making like some videos that are like, but it was more like lifestyle videos, so they yeah. weren't like. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Do you think TikTok's getting harder to go viral? Yeah, definitely. TikTok has slowed down quite a lot. So that's because so many people are posting. No, I think it's because what they're trying to do is become a shoppable platform. Like what they've brought on board now is TikTok live shopping and yeah, TikTok. They're pushing it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're pushing it so much. They actually pay us to go on live. They I literally pay us to go on. Yeah, we do it. And it's been amazing. Like on our first hour we ever did, we made £1,400. Really? And all it was was I was just standing there and trying to shit for an hour. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is my jewellery and you can buy it. And this yeah. and people just love it. They love it. And it's like so QVC, old school yeah, style, but people yeah, yeah, love yeah. it so much. It's like, yeah, it's like proper like yeah. daytime shopping TV. Like proper. it's mad, isn't it? It's crazy. And and people do it like so much. They push, push it really, really hard. And TikTok will like subsidize discounts. So for example, if I give my customers 20, percent off tiktok yeah, will pay me that wow. they'll give it back okay yeah and, and also us. free shipping as well yeah so does that use tiktok shop where like you do so like does that use like the tiktok shop feature or is that yeah. like use your yeah. website yeah so it's through tiktok shop so it's beneficial because we don't pay for shipping yeah. we get our discounts paid back to us it gets paid to us in two three days That's you get an account that. manager yeah so good it's so so good but the only thing with um tiktok shop what they want is like you know how you have your like um, Chinese sellers and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they sell a product on like, I don't know, AliExpress or Alibaba or anything, and you have to have a long ass name with like all the descriptions, like this is the ring, this is, this is, this is, and it's just like three lines. Yeah. You have to name all your products that way. Really? Yeah. Oh. So it, to me, it makes it look like, do do people trust that? Like, yeah. I, I don't think I would trust it. I would think it was coming from like China. Mm. Yeah. But obviously it's not, we ship, we ship out of Birmingham, mate. Like it's yeah. not coming out of China. And it's hard to kind of, push people to trust this platform because it's very new yeah but also you get a lot of sales out of it yeah. so many sales because people are impulsive yeah. and you know what it is if people are like okay can i see this ring up close i will show it to them and they'll just buy it straight away yeah, yeah. yeah. so how does it work with tiktok shop so do you like send your stuff off to like tiktok shop no so you have like a back end similar to shopify yeah. and they 
they pay for your shipping through every. Yep. So you, you print off the label, you pack it, and the every comes, comes and collects yeah. it for you. That's it. And you just basically like list your stuff on there. Yeah. It's like put, listing my stuff on like Amazon or something. It's the same yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just do anything with it. We've had so many, like um, Ash that owns this Creole brand, Enos, someone called Isoclean. Oh, yeah. Oh, so Clean is like so popular on TikTok right yeah, now. Yeah, and he yeah. was telling us like what they're doing with TikTok mm-hmm. shop, and he just said he's like he was telling us about all blown the incentives up. that they're doing. It's just blowing up. Yeah, blown all the way up. Mad. But it's very very time consuming. It. Yeah. How long have you been doing it for? So like two three months right now. But we had on our last live, on our last live something happened. This is okay. This is why I'm not allowed to pack orders in anymore in the office. So <laughs> so it's not been my job for a while, right? Yeah. But when we when we do our lives, so we'll do a live on like the evening one day and the next day we'll do a live in the morning packing those orders ready yeah, to ship yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. People love the packing order. They, they come that's... back from the evening, they watch their orders getting packed and they buy more. Yeah. Like, it's, cr- it's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's actually crazy to me. Um, so yeah, I was like, okay, let me get involved. And I'm like, okay, I'm packing your order. Anyway, somehow I managed to mix up 12 orders. Shit. <laughs> like six people got six other people's orders and they, they got each other's orders basically. And I was like, okay, well, we can't go on TikTok live until this is sorted out now. Otherwise they're going to slate me on there. I'm like yeah. anxious. So we had to sort that out. It took us like two weeks to sort that out. So we haven't done TikTok for a while, but, um, it's one of the best things that we do other than the fact that it's so draining, it's so draining. Yeah. And it's like, even if you're an extrovert, there's only so much talking you can do because they say on TikTok live, you have to say the same thing every five minutes because mm-hmm. your click through rate um, is so, oh, yeah, so quick. Yeah, yeah. Just like People come and go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it comes up on your for you page. Have you ever like seen something on your for you page and you're scrolling and you just hear something you think, what the hell? Let me go yeah. click on that. Yeah. You got to be like that. You got to say things like that. They're going to catch people and yeah. every couple yeah. of minutes. Even on the live, like when it comes up in like my feed, yeah. I'm literally like, because you can like tap into it, can't you? Yeah. I don't like tap into the lives. I yeah. literally just watch it from there, and then like if they say something in five seconds, I'm just like gone. Yeah, literally, that's what they do. That's what people do, and then they get they get converted so easy. Like the way that um, if we get like I don't know a hundred viewers, like mm. eighty are gonna buy. Genuinely, it's mass- yeah, genuinely. Mass- like if we have a hundred people watching for ten minutes, eighty of them are gonna sp- are gonna spend money here. Like that's what it's like, and you know what it is. TikTok is so smart. They they push the lives to people who um, spend money. Yeah, because you know on, on TikTok I don't really see them that much. Yeah, in the TikTok ads, like when in the ads manager, when you run ads, they give you um, when you're doing like the targeting stuff, whatever. Yeah. They give you an option where it's like send to um, like someone who's like your exact target audience or like someone who's wi- who's going to be the one to spend the most money. Like Mad. yeah, really? Yeah, they give wow. you the option. Yeah, it's it's worded differently. I can't remember what it says, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's the gist of it. So how many like views do you get like throughout it? Like how many people are like watching constantly live? So, like up and down. Some people watch the whole way through and they come back for every. I'm not joking. Some people genuinely they watch that's the whole insane. way through. It'll be like a two hour live and they'll and they'll be like working from home and just have us there on the phone. On that's the, on the, that's crazy. Yeah. That is insane, yeah, and we'll talk to them and we'll like remember their names and they'll be they'll keep coming back and they'll be the ones to keep buying every single yeah. time because like we interact with everyone and um yeah like like we get i think on like after payday the lives will go up to like i don't know they can range and it ranges a lot like it can be 50 or it can be a thousand it ranges so much but the the way that people buy on there is just insane i can't i can't get over it the way is it literally just like through apple pay that they're paying. Yeah, pretty much. Like nice. you just click on TikTok and you just wow. you just do it. So you can buy while actually still watching the live. Yeah, you can buy from my TikTok shop now on my TikTok. Yeah. Even if I'm not on live, but yeah. when I'm on live, we when when you do lives, they incentivize you by obviously giving you the discount. Yeah. And then also people want to see things up close. They want to see them styled. They say like, or a lot of the things that happen. I have um, 
have this one staff member. She's like fully like tattooed and like she's got colorful hair. She wears so much jewelry. Yeah. Every time someone comes on, they're like, what is she wearing? And they'll buy the exact set of what she's wearing. That's, inc- that's, that's crazy. The exact set. Yeah. So like, you know, we literally started like the things that don't sell, we put them on her and then they get sold yeah. in the live. Like it's like people want to see people they want to they just want to see people because yeah, they want to buy from people really, yeah it is. they just want to copy but so, yeah so like when you're watching it like obviously when you're doing the tits at live is it like 50 to a thousand during each live or do you think it like varies day by day and it's interesting how you said that like on payday you get more views because it's obviously a payday yeah yeah so on payday we do um payday lives and payday weekend yeah. lives those ones those ones I thought that if we did them around payday time they would convert better like we would get a lot more sales but yeah. For us, it's just just been about the same. Really? It's not been yeah. It's not been that different. I guess some people aren't waiting out to like. Yeah, to they're not. They're not because we will do it. We will do it at like ten a.m. on a Wednesday morning, and we'll still make money. Like people yeah. will just buy, and it's like, what are you guys doing? Because they'll, they'll be at work, and they'll be like, okay, I feel shit. I need something to make me feel better. Let me just spend <laughs> yeah, this money. Yeah. That's what they do. But, yeah. That's absolutely crazy. It's crazy how they're pushing it so much. So do you think that that's actually like the reason why like TikToks are like slowing down? So we've definitely noticed like some kind of slowdown like recently in terms of like, in terms of just like talking videos and stuff like that. It's yeah. almost like the algorithm is like changing. Obviously it's constantly yeah. adapting. But like, have you noticed that as well? Or? I think, do you know what it is? In ourselves, we become so complacent with our content. Mm-hmm. Like we, we make one type of content and we're like, yeah, this works well. Then the next week it doesn't work. And we're like, okay, why is it not? Move on. It's been yeah, a week. Yeah, like, it's you, so fast. It's, you, it's so fast. Like it's so quick. It's unreal. You have to keep up with it. If you see something that's got views, go and replicate it. If yeah. you see something that's working, go and do it. Like we all, we, we're so biased towards our own content 100%. that we, we're, we're like so selfish. We don't realize yeah, yeah. that, you know, there's different types of stuff out there yeah, that are going to just work better. 100%. That's a very good. And I think that for people watching who are like, you know, doing their own business, stuff like that, that's a great point is that like, you know, constantly change and adapt like your modern stuff you like that. just follow the trends and the trend on TikTok is swapping literally day by day. So yeah. like we're, after this, we're going to go film public stuff, aren't we? Yes. Which is literally popping right now on TikTok. Right now, it's just like, I just don't understand it. I don't know what the appeal is. Yeah, people love it. They just want to see people in the street. Like, do you know, I think that's always um, been a thing on TikTok, TikTok though, relatability. Like people want to see people that are like them. Yeah, and and they're like, what's more like someone than another person in the street, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. people just, people just love it. Like an everyday Joe, yeah. isn't it? Everyday person. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, it's like, it's like oh, not like prank videos and stuff like that, but it's like, them things have been massively viral in the past, like especially on YouTube, like when Public YouTube was very popular. Like Obviously, it's still very popular now, but like when YouTube was like one of the like main. Oh my god! Like those ones in London big. that were like, but you know, skips at Westfield. Like, did you ever see those ones? Nah, what <laughs> was that like a Midlands London thing? Because that was Maybe. so popular, and it was like this stupid thing where this guy would like go around with a mic and just be like, "Tell us about your ex" or something dumb like that. You you guys <laughs> never saw that? Nah. The one oh I keep seeing right now is like, um, "I'll give you five, or I'll give." Ten pounds. Yeah, person. I love that. Yeah. That's actually quite sweet. That is a that sweet is one. Cool. I see Mr. Beast do it. Yeah. Mr. Beast did like, I give you a thousand pound, I'll give the next person ten thousand pounds, and you just absolutely shit on the guy. That's crazy. Fair to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the thing is with TikTok though, it's like, you know, people are always like looking to consume content and I think that's like TikTok started out like, this new trend of like constant like this new way of like consuming yeah. content and it's like constantly it's like people just want to see like different video after different video after different video and like if you're not a business doing it, it's like you're missing out on it. Like, do you, how much time do you spend on TikTok? Like, a day? too much. 
Way How much is much. that too much? Like I'm always on TikTok. Yeah. Even when I'm doing something else, I'm on TikTok. Like you, you just, it's so natural to be doing something and just, you know, before you know it, you, you've got your phone out and you're already on TikTok. You, d- yeah. you didn't even plan that. You're like hooked in instantly, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just, just you just do it. Or like I find myself, I'll be like, on my emails on my phone and then I'll, I'll I'll swipe it up and then I'll swipe back on TikTok. Why am I going on TikTok? I didn't come on my phone to do that. Yeah. It just it just happens. It's like, like muscle memory now, isn't it? Yeah, it's like muscle memory. It's become so natural to us to just want to watch TikTok that it's just ridiculous if you're not if you're not on it, if you're not using it. Hundred percent. It's like it sucks you in. It's like but like literally like when when people are watching sometimes they're not even like well obviously like yeah. it happens all the time. No you're one's not absorbing listening. what's going yeah. on. You're just like in your own world. Yeah. It's like literally like soaking in. It's absolutely insane. And I think. The thing is with Instagram Reels as well is like, like you said before, you feel like Instagram Reels, like algorithms catching up to TikTok with like the virality. But if you go, the thing is with like Instagram, if you go viral, people can DM you and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. The connection that people can have on Instagram is absolutely like, it's way bigger than kind of like the TikTok connection. Although people have like, they love TikTok, you still can't get that kind of like personal connection where you can with like Instagram. Yeah. And I think that's why it's But so. people forget like your audience on uh, Instagram is always going to be different from your TikTok audience. Yeah. Like when they go viral, they go viral in completely different ways. Yeah. So when we had um, those viral videos on TikTok, if if I had got four and a half million at TikTok on Instagram at that time, it would have resulted in even more because yeah. the audience is more mature, older, ready to spend money. But on TikTok, because they're like fourteen to eighteen, pretty much like like normal like people like I use it as well, but. Because it's so easy for younger people to use it, the traffic can be like so rubbish yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. found that the traffic, yeah. like it can create a lot of traffic, but it's not converting because yeah. it's obviously just bad traffic. Yeah. But then you do like a different, I think even sometimes it like totally depends on the TikTok you do. If you do yeah, a different it TikTok, it converts way different yeah. because, you know, obviously it's going to different people. Like the algorithm on TikTok is, it's definitely a lot more, not mature than like Instagram's algorithm, but it's like, it definitely works in like totally different ways. Like yeah. it does, it understands people But it's also better. important to have both platforms. Like yeah, 100%, if people, 100%. people see you on TikTok that there's, they can find it difficult to trust you if you don't have Instagram. And they click straight through to Instagram, same. that's what we yeah? find. Yeah, like, and I find sometimes I look at these brands and they've got like 500K on TikTok and I click through and you've not even got 10K on Instagram. What are you doing? Like, yeah. why are you wasting the content that you yeah. already have there and not growing this platform so you can be more trustworthy? Straight through Instagram, really. Yeah. Do you have any pages that like, oh, brands or anything like that who you like, you really like admire the work of on like social media? I like, um, I like Looks Collective. You've seen them, right? Yeah. I yeah, really yeah. like their TikToks. They're really cool. Um, we done a podcast with it. Did you? Yeah. Ben, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm he's that. really honestly, he's such a nice guy. Really. Yeah, they're so cool, and it comes across on camera, and that's what's really that's what's really important is that people can see what the person is like and feel like, you know, you know what, this person's nice. Let me just drop them a follow. Like people genuinely do yeah. that. Yeah. We actually copied his tits out the other day and commented on us saying like, what, yeah. what was he coming? Yeah, he commented like, I can't remember. He commented like, he like was, guys or something. He was like, like guys like, <laughs> and like a sweaty face. Yeah. He was like, oh. Yeah, to be fair. But we, we really admire his work and stuff like that. Yeah, and obviously it's, uh, uh, quite a lot of it's like quite relatable to uh, like stuff like that. And I actually, and I recreated one of his and I hadn't even seen that he'd done it, but yeah. he did it in a way, but his hook was way better than my hook. I think mine did like 500K, his did like nice. millions. Nice. And his hook was like, it was about Gucci. He was like, is this the true value of Gucci? Because Gucci basically had this like Gucci bag on the website. And it was like oh, £5.70 yeah. because oh it was like a pricing error. <sighs> so his hook was like, is this the true price of Gucci? Whereas oh, mine was like, mine was like, you could have got this Gucci bag for like £5, which obviously is still like pretty mad. But like mm-hmm. the, the one of like the true price is like, incredible to be fair and obviously it relates yeah. really well to his brand because he does bags and stuff like that as well but doing that podcast he said a lot about tiktok which yeah because they're, they're massive on tiktok yeah, and they, they have are. been from from ages 
You get yeah. videos that pop every day. Yeah. Like they really, really do. Because they have videos. a lot of characters. Yeah. They have a lot of characters. Like the people that they have in the office, like, they have that, you know, the guy with curly hair? Yeah. yeah. Like him and like even himself and the team is really important because it matters who yeah, you is. put behind the screen. Like if you, if you have people in your videos that are just boring and they're just like, they're just like draw and like they can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are not going to watch that. It's like a drama series, isn't it? Like yeah, everyone yeah. doesn't have the special Everyone character. has to have yeah. their, their little character, their role yeah. of like, you know, someone who's fun. 100%. Like yeah. people are brain, people want their like brain to be like stimulated kind of thing, yeah. isn't it? So like the more They want to like, be interested. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's what I always say, like the ultimate like factor in your, like your TikTok success, like obviously with the hook, is like how interesting it is. If your TikTok is extremely interesting, it's going to go viral. Yeah. That's the only thing. It's about like making extremely interesting content that people are going to like engage with. And if you do that, it just, it just works an absolute treat. But are there, are there any like things that you like you're planning on doing on social media that like upcoming plans or anything like that or so I think firstly I need to stop being so lazy with my social media because I keep seeing people around who are like everybody is like even looks collective they switch to not even using their phone to film content ever anymore like, I think all this yeah. stuff is filmed on camera yeah. so I'm like okay people are understanding now and do you know what it is you get loads of comments like oh my god production quality is so great <laughs> jokes joke comments like that and so it's like okay well, maybe I should do everything on camera now. Like TikTok has evolved so much that, like the other day, I tried to post a TikTok filmed through the TikTok app, and it flopped completely. Yeah, flopped. we even but, never filmed anything through TikTok. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. back back when I first started, my all my viral videos were filmed through the TikTok app, yeah. all of them. And now it's like we, you have to, you have people expect a certain quality from yeah, certain yeah. people and certain brands, and if you don't if you don't give them that, you're just not going to get the views. So I think for for us, it's making the switch to doing all our content on camera, which. I don't know. Which like, we, which I hadn't been doing before. I'd still been doing things on my phone and it, and it'd been working yeah. okay. But looking at them, they could have done better if they were better quality. So you yeah. editing straight through TikTok? No. So I uh, just do, do it on CapCut, but I was I filming think. with my phone and not, not on camera. And like the quality was good enough, but not, not great. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell the difference. Yeah. Like, just between camera. And the thing is with like TikTok, if you actually think about it like logically, Obviously, people are going to compete for like. If people are uh, ever making better content, it's obviously going to be like going to become a competition, and that's what it's yeah. become now. It's like a competition: who can make the best? TikTok. Who can make the best? Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. It's, it's a fight. Like it's a constant fight yeah. of who can who can get the most views and who can impress viewers the most. Because because honestly, your your viewers are like they're most important, of course. Like yes. they're the ones who are who who are your judges. They're judging what you're doing all the time, and just you know they will unfollow and they will leave hate comments if if your comment yeah. is not not up to scratch. People on TikTok. Ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah. Absolutely ruthless. Scary. It's mad. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely insane. I think like no matter what TikTok you do at this point, like you're gonna get hate. I don't I rarely see any TikTok that doesn't have hate on it. Like yeah. it's just constant hate yeah. after hate after hate. It's 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 crazy to be fair. And and it can put a lot of people off. Like when I first started doing like social media and stuff like that, I was I was almost embarrassed to a degree to like yeah. to do it. But I think you just kinda gotta get over that that like phase of like doing it and like, you know, just like getting started that's one of my favorite sayings in life is like you just gotta do it you just gotta yeah. start and like man up and do it and if you don't like you're just gonna get left behind yeah but the beauty really. of it as well being on on tiktok on social media tiktok has so many filters like comment filters i literally turn my comment filters on and i i block out like annoying i block out ugly i block out i block out all the words i don't yeah. want to see and then yeah. i just don't look at them yeah. and it's fine like yeah. and you can you can block people you can unfollow them you can delete comments like it's really it's yeah. really not that deep like i'll be honest i don't even know they had that feature they, they do filter. and it's really you should do it you should yeah. you should block all the words so you what want. does it do like so like people can't comment like it doesn't actually let them leave a comment if no no their comment it, goes through yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah. like they'll they'll think oh, i've done a great left a great hate comment yeah, i would never yeah, see yeah, it yeah. i will never look at it because literally they're only going to leave the comment they just scroll on but they're never going to see the video 
again. So, like, other viewers, can they see the hate comments as well if you put their nope. filters on? No. Oh, that is amazing. We definitely need to turn yeah. that on. There's one thing. It doesn't show up on your post unless you approve it. Yeah. It, so, like, at the bottom of your comments, it will be, like, um, some comments, like, it will say something, and then you click on it, and it's got all the comments that you didn't approve, and then you can approve them if you yeah. want them to show, but... So, like, the thing that we get is we get, like, competitive businesses mm -hmm. commenting on our TikToks yeah. saying, like, join that ass and stuff. Yeah, little and shit. Like, That's so cheeky. Yeah, it's it blocking. is, like, isn't it? I'm definitely yeah. getting you all getting block bars. That is <laughs> There's one thing that Ben taught us, like, literally, like, um, he said, like, literally saying something wrong in your TikTok will generate a lot of comments. And yeah. Just boost oh, I always do that. It will spell so things wrong much. as well. Yeah. What so, was the one about the football We've been teacher? torn on this. Yeah, I did one. It was the Euros, and I was like, and I was, I, did, I like, I, I actually did it by accident at first, but then I clocked it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave this in. Like, fuck them. <laughs> I basically said the Euros was the World Cup. Like, I was on about, like, a World Cup t shirt. So people was like, yeah, you run about, like, he was, like, commenting, <laughs> yeah. basically saying I'd said it yeah, wrong. Yeah, clever, like, commenting it. Yeah. It just boosting the algorithm so, so much. Do you still do that? Do you still like, say things wrong? Because we've basically been torn about it recently because we're like, if we keep saying everything wrong, it looks like we don't know shit. Yeah. So it does, it makes you lose credibility. Yeah. But yeah. the occasional, like, okay, uh, we posted a video the other day and this girl was wearing, she was talking about her. This is my outfit, whatever, and this is my jewelry. I've got my Vivian Westwood necklace and then I've got my Trezor ring. And and we spelt Vivian with an A instead of an E. Yeah. In the first five minutes, someone was like, oh, Vivian, like, oh, <laughs> you fell for my trap. Like, yeah. her, you? Like, it was so, it was like, sometimes you can do it because it's like, some of the videos that you post are just videos to go viral. Yeah. But when you have a brand, the rest of your videos are like, you know, uh, brand awareness and community building and things yeah. like that. But your viral videos are just your viral videos. They bring yeah, you traffic yeah. regardless. Yeah, I totally get that too first. Very good point. And like, we've not really done any like that. Like every time we've gone to do it now, we've been like, yeah. But yeah. to be fair, we've not done it in that long though, I suppose. Now's probably a good time to start doing it again. Mm -hmm. But like putting it in the odd time. Just, yeah, the, every now and again. Like, like, just every now and again. Yeah. And but it it does videos. work massively it well, does. I think. Because people on TikTok, the trolls feel so accomplished. They feel <laughs> so, so accomplished. They love it. Like they leave the comment and I just know they feel so proud of themselves. Because yeah. it's just like, people like to think they're witty. They like to think yeah. they've won. They like to think like, you know, I've made someone else feel stupid. So sometimes it can work out in your, in your favor. But yeah, that's a, that's a crazy one to be fair. Have you got any like big mistakes that like you think you've made? But obviously like, you know, we all know that like every mistake is like a lesson. Yeah. Like, have you got, have you had any like big mistakes you think you've made that have like taught you really valuable lessons? Um, Like you said, like every, every mistake is a lesson. Like you yeah. learn from every little thing. And I think other than the only thing I would say was like the um the ad stuff that I had yeah. a massive problem with other than that I actually like making mistakes like I like it because yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. how else can I learn like nobody 100%. nobody's gonna tell me anything unless I do it get it wrong and, and then fix it yeah. 100% I think that's what that's one thing like I like that saying that like every like L is a lesson like you know yeah. and that's the only way you're gonna learn you just gotta kind of gotta make a lot of mistakes and that's what's good about having someone like older who's a mentor in your business they can basically just like un they can just give you all them like lessons yeah and like you know you can just learn from them and you can skip all that time of like maybe like you know obviously like doing something wrong yeah. and then having to fix it and then they can just like you know cut that whole thing out for you and i think yeah. that's just uh, like people you got you can't be scared of like failing you know yeah. you just gotta like let it be and stuff like that but other than that have you got any like things for like trezor as like a brandy planning on like branching out into like more jewelry and stuff like that or I don't know. Do you know what it is? Trezor is one thing that I do and it's like not going to be the last thing that I do in yep. my life. Like there are so many more things that can make money in so many different ways. And I'm very interested in doing, like I'm, I feel like I move at like a million miles an hour. Like I just have so much going on in my brain and so many things that I always want to do that Trezor is like, Trezor is like my baby. That's my very yeah, first yeah, business yeah. and I will always have it and I will always love it. But 
there is there is another thing that I'm working on, and then there's things that I would I would love to work yeah. on in the future. Like, can we yeah. hear anything about no. the thing you're working? You're gonna on? see it. You're gonna <laughs> see it like secret. a newspaper article or something. Okay, like really? <laughs> I hope so. Anyway. Oh wow. <laughs> That's interesting. I actually, I'm really intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. intrigued now. Can you give us anything? No, like, like, not even no. like whether it's like. Do you know why? Do you know what? Um, in like my culture, I don't. I think it might be a normal thing as well. Like in my culture, it's like this thing, right? If you tell somebody something when it's unfinished, it will never get finished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just like never Fair gonna f- okay, not open okay, your mouth. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. intrigued to know now. Yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. Can you not? Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, how long have we been going for though? Uh, yeah, no, I'm trying. Well, Jesus, I don't even know how long we're going to go film some public videos. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for coming on, Marnie. Thanks for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I think for everyone listening, this is an amazing podcast for like people who just want to learn about growing their own business and stuff like yeah. that. And obviously, there's a lot of lessons and stuff like that in here. But yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been Appreciate a pleasure. You. Thank you very much. There we go. Bosh. Done. Yeah. Oh my God.